0: Four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh,
2: this, you crazy mother. Hey, welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, the number one video game podcast in The Labyrinth, the David Bowie movie. The number one video game podcast in the David Bowie movie, The Labyrinth.
0: Man, R.I.P. David Bowie, man. Elon Musk is a gangster for what he did, too.
2: (laughs) Yes, he is. I completely agree with you. Uh, So we are Skip the Tutorial. I'm your host, Bryant John Henry Daniels. Joining me in studio is none other than the latest addition to Skip the Tutorial, Mike Jefferson Pierce Perot.
3: Yeah, what up? Yeah
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd T'Challa Fortner What's going on
0: Wakanda Wakanda so I had to get out man shout out to Black Nerd That's one of my favorite YouTubers he does the best Wakanda scream ever. Yes, yeah, this man. is yeah, yeah. I, I like Black
2: Nerd man. I watch him Yeah, he's pretty cool, man. You he's actually turned nice. me on to him,
0: by the way. You. Yeah. He's pretty interesting, bro. Le- leading into what we're gonna talk about. I My did.
2: Doubt. I did not watch his review on Black Panther mostly because I just didn't want to spoil it. Can you give me like a summarization of like where he landed on the thing? It's, it's no spoilers
0: in it, man. It's a good it's a good little watch, really. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. Okay. You know, of course, he's gonna be a little biased, just like I am. But I mean, if you like Marvel movies, the moral to it is, man, if you've seen all the other moral movies, Marvel movies, then you need to go see this one. It's really simple. They've all been great. Is leading into Infinity War. Hopefully, we figure out where like the next stone is coming from. That's pretty much where he yeah, fell on it, yeah. and he fell on it as it just being a good film overall. So, you know, I mean,
2: okay. okay. Well, I'm I'm excited. It comes out this weekend. I will definitely be watching it. I've got tickets ready for Saturday morning. Um, again, if you know where our nicknames came from. There's still that content. Just email us at skipthetutorialpodcast at gmail.com. If you can explain to me in a quick brief sentence the connection between our nicknames this week, you may win a $10 Amazon gift card. I've been reminded that you can buy lots of toilet paper on Amazon for $10. So it's we not bad. a bunch of shit on Amazon man. and with watching, Black
3: Panther, with watching Black Panther, you're going to shit yourself. So you're going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: yes, yes. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we are a video game podcast, but let's go ahead and introduce Mike real quick. Um, actually, real quick. Sorry. Follow us on Twitter at STT underscore pod. Uh, and please leave us a review on iTunes for your chance to win a thirty five dollar Amazon gift card. I'll announce the winner of this week's Amazon gift card at the end of the show. Uh, Mike, why don't you tell us tell us and the audience a little bit about yourself about why you want to talk about video games and and what we do with social issues
3: on a pretty regular basis? Yeah I, I mean, I've been playing video games for a while, like three hours, you know. <laughs> Nothing fancy. Nothing fancy. <laughs> Three hours. I'm an expert. Leave me alone. I'm an expert. I got like eighty platinum, so it's cool.
2: <laughs> you know, in the uh the, the game that I talked about uh towards the beginning of the show near Automata, um, way back when, there's actually a dealer you can go to in the game to buy all the platinum trophies.
3: Screw it. I'm gonna go do it. Mm-hmm. I don't need to try it all. I don't wanna play these games. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I've Hold on, been. Wait.
0: You can buy all the the trophies.
2: Yes, in near Automata, there is a dealer in the game where you can go and buy all the trophies. Uh, it ties okay. Uh... It ties thematically into like how the game. It's like the whole philosophy behind the game. So I know some people feel a certain type of way about that. Me, I get exactly why they did what they did. And I, I, I mean, I, I kind of like the idea of them doing that because it was a big, it was a big almost F you to Sony. Like you okay. told us we had to put trophies in this thing. That's not what this game is about. This game is about philosophy and ideas. So we're just going to put a cart in the game where you can go buy all the trophies from it. Sorry, not to spoil that for anybody.
3: Anyway, Mike. No, that's, that's going to be definitely on my playlist. I've got it. I just need to crack it open and start playing it. So, But yeah, I've been, you know, I love video games. Played it since I was a kid. Social issues, I talk about at certain times in my life. <laughs> 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 and I mean, you know, with everything that, you know, we, we want to talk about today, it's, it all ties together for me. It, it, it's basically just my life except less screaming well maybe more screaming yeah we might get more screaming today (laughs) that's true (laughs) i uh
2: we 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 have a lot of shouting moments on this show mostly out of pure 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 unadulterated humor after one of us makes a poop joke (laughs) that's generally that's generally the gist uh but as usual we start with what we've been playing this week so why don't we start across the universe on skype with todd my friend
1: my yes, coworker. Sir. Yes. My brother from another yes, mother. Yes. yes.
2: What you have you know been it. playing?
0: Okay. All right. Let's get straight to it. I've been talking about it for three weeks, man. Um, No, we're not going to start with that. We're going to start with Shadow of the Colossus, actually. I went all ahead right. and touch bases with uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Um, Why, as, one of
2: my top five games of all time.
0: And for playing it for about an hour and a half in total, I can already see that. I get it. Um. Like I was telling you, man, I already I missed the first go round on it. Like oh five, oh six when it came out, PlayStation Two. I don't know, man. I was probably just playing some other shit. I just missed it, or I might have touched it and, and let it go. So fast forward to now, you know, with it being on sale for forty bucks, I kind of touched bases with it again recently with the PlayStation Two version on place on PlayStation Now, like my little subscription. But being that I missed the boat already and like graphics. Or much better, it's already a minimalist game as it is. I, I don't know, I just I couldn't get into the universe with this built from the ground up version of it, though. Like, my first colossi I killed, I was like, Okay, I get it, I get it. I generally don't even like puzzle games like that, but me and my girl was sitting down talking it as talking about it as usual, you know what I'm saying? And she had beat it, it was just like, You know, we got to get it again. Um, so you know, I, I got through a couple of colossi. I get the point. It took me a little while, as far as the game—not the gameplay, the camera.
2: Yeah, yeah, the camera. The camera camera ever fuck
0: with you at all? All right, so like once I got used to the camera, I was like, got the controls. I'm in there, so I'm gonna get that. Um, you know, locked in. That's something I'm definitely gonna try to beat. You know, Uh, how long? I mean, how how many hours did you put into it to beat it, bro? Uh,
2: okay. So first time playing through it, it was probably about a 12-hour game total. Okay, Maybe okay. 12, I, 13 hours.
0: That's what I was feeling. So I'll run through it. You know what I mean? Not too bad. Of course, I have been on Dragon Ball Fighters.
2: Dragon Ball. Steady. Dragon Fighters. Ball. Ooh.
0: Mm. Mm. Ushu, Man Bruce Lee mindset. <laughs> <laughs> like, the only way to approach up. this. The only way to approach this. The only way, bro. Sunday morning, movie kung fu, lip sync. Going down, you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely,
2: absolutely.
0: Got through all story arcs. As far as the story, it is repetitive. Okay, you know that's going to turn a lot of people off of it because I got the Bruce Lee mindset with it. I actually like the repetitive nature of it because I feel like it gives me practice going through what other people would look at as meaningless battles to get to the boss. Even though I am starting to, you know, I did start to just get straight to the boss. Um. Me and Mike got a chance to get on own yeah, for a little did. while and, and and run a match. All right, I had a so blast with that.
2: How'd this go? I, I'm I've been curious about to hear about this.
3: It was um, it was pretty one sided. <laughs> I mean, I was just dominating him. I just I kicked his ass left and right. <laughs> there was no problems. I mean, he was it, it, it was pretty amateur.
2: Look, as somebody who's <laughs> played against uh, Todd in fighting games, I have a feeling you're lying about this, but I'll let that one go <laughs> straight
3: through my teeth. Straight through my teeth. I got my ass. Handed to me i came in monday and was just like i was totally lagging that's the only excuse i could come up with i was lagging bro I totally was lagging ragging, bro yep no it, he he hits it nail on the head i've been playing it too and shit that that game is just it's the best it's one of the best fighter games i've ever touched so fighting with todd really shows like you think you're good you're not, you're really not, and then you play with your friends, and it's just like, I have a whole nother level to experience, yeah, yeah. Like, I've
2: man, I got a feeling like I'm gonna get Dragon Ball fighters and I'm gonna practice in a dark, damp room for 10 years straight, and then one day I'm gonna show up at work and be like, Todd, it's time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I'm going to be ready, bro. And my mouth is going to move and words won't come out on time. And then lightning will drop <laughs> in the back and we will be ready to battle, my dude. You already know what fucking time it is.
2: All right, man. I'll get the fog machine. I'll get the weather sounds. We'll get this rolling, man. I'm ready for this. Make sure
0: you play Iron Man in the background, Bob. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Freaking. No, I'm going to do uh, the other version of Iron Man, the Buster Rhymes uh, version of Iron Man. Off of hey, bro, Busta Rhymes, shout out.
0: Listen, listen, Busta Rhymes and Kendrick Lamar got a song coming out on Busta Rhymes' new album. No, we got it. Yeah, it's gonna be fire. That's some whole. I heard some shit on the yada yada mean cast shit earlier today. Holy but anyway, shit! Yeah, because you know Lupe and Kendrick was going at it, or yeah. Lupe was going at Kendrick. That whole shit. But I don't want to get too sidetracked with that yeah, right yeah,
2: now. Yeah, yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk we'll about that later. Yeah.
0: We got because I got it, We got it, I want to hear about Monster Hunter. That's the reason why I'm rushing through my shit. And I want to hear about, <laughs> but I really want to hear about Monster Hunter. It's a lot that I see going on. So I got to give my 2K update just to match with what's going on with the Cavs with the whole quote unquote blockbuster trade. I was interested to see what the team was like. Yeah, um,
2: I'm interested about and, that uh, one.
0: They're not rated that high, bro. But I've been running folks with them dudes, bro. I had to. I had to do. You know, I had to. I had to fight the whole tendencies. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, it's man. so, so hard,
2: best- though. It's so hard to fight the whole tendencies. <laughs> I promise oh, yeah, you. No.
0: One more thing I got to say before we get into more games, because, you know, we damn near podcast set tripping, bro. Yeah, it's love. We shooting love out into the universe, man. But some of these podcasts
2: bro, who will remain nameless, man. Yep. Yep. They will remain they can go fuck themselves. That's they they will remain nameless, but they can go fuck themselves. I'm I'm just saying, I'm just saying saying, I could see the the, the purchase of of the spot that they're taking and I can tell and I was like you got no subscribers, you got no downloads. Why the hell are you (laughs) up on top? Explain. Dirty whore
3: money. That's all it is. Dirty whore money. Thank
0: you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. That is always the damn answer. Yes. More to the story, man. You know what I'm saying? To to all the good podcast
3: YouTubers out there,
0: man, we fucks with you. To all the people that's listening, we fucks with you. Super tough, man. Really, really appreciate you guys. But yeah, that's all I've been playing, bro.
2: Yeah. Two things I do not fuck with is people buying their spot and Post Malone. Two things I do not (laughs) fuck with.
3: Fuck Post Malone. Fuck Post Malone. I just heard his new song. I don't want to hear Ugh, his new song.
2: It's awful. I'm, see, this is why Mike was a perfect fit. For, Ugh, fuck Post Malone already.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, all right. I'll he's n- going to come kick my ass, too. He's going to find me. You know, he's <laughs> he's from Grapevine, which is right down the street from us. Shout out to Grapevine. You're awesome. Post Malone? No.
2: No. Go I'm fuck good. yourself. I'm good. Um, he has an
3: interesting perspective, V.
2: Yes, an interesting perspective. Um, All right, so I have been playing a few things. I I know you want to hear about Monster Hunter, Todd. I know you're dying. I will get to that one last, though, because i got a couple other ones to talk about first, real quick. Mostly Hollow Knight, I finally beat that game. Okay. And I've beat that game twice since the last time we recorded because I've been playing it on our official Twitch stream. We have... Twitch.tv backslash skip the tutorial podcast. That is twitch.tv backslash skip the tutorial podcast. Uh, we will be streaming every Wednesday and Thursday night right now from 6 to 7 p.m. Central. So that's right now. And I'm playing through a third playthrough of Hollow Knight. If you have any interest in that game or talking with us or asking us questions or communicating, uh, get on there. And then uh, next week we should have a Discord server up. So oh yeah we,
0: wait 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 email email yeah. and get, can you please we did get that email about Gannon about the, yes. on the last top 7 villains before it slips to mind you are right that should have at least been an honorable mention you email person shall remain nameless for several reasons for yes. you, but Ganon should have been I, I, I can did it. dig it man we should have brought up Ganon my bad B I didn't mean to answer no
2: him. no no it's okay yeah we totally should have brought up Gannon. Um that email was completely right you shall remain nameless, as Todd said. Uh, There's some very specific reasons behind that. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I did beat Hollow Knight uh, twice, and that is a beautiful, wonderful game. Look, if you can go find it for cheap, it'll be on sale. It's coming the Nintendo Switch. So I would actually recommend, if you don't have the PC, or if you're looking for it, just wait until the Switch is out, like because that game is absolutely stunning. It's one of the best games also played uh, a couple hours of Enter the Matrix. Do y'all remember Enter the Matrix? Yep. Like, this is the one where you play as Niobe and Ghost. Like, those... Ah. It's like an all-original shoot-off story that connects directly to the movies. I forgot how much fun the combat in that game was. So you only got a couple hours in, though, because I've been playing it on a PS2. I need to get a CRT television. Because the PS2 on a 4K TV does not upres appropriately. It's way too dark. It's just the graphics look real shitty. Like the graphics look like they've been like eaten by a pit bull and then shit out the other side and then blasted oh, onto a television. That's it's what the graphic.
0: Yeah, it's, when you first said "Enter the Matrix," I was thinking about a New York cabaret. So I'm glad you <laughs> squared everything away. <laughs>
2: I did go to a couple of cabaret. No, I did not. I did hey, not.
0: Next up is Trinity. <laughs> 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 laser light, laser light.
2: <laughs> that is that is the next thing. That is the n- how much in the nineties. I was not old enough, but I wonder when the Matrix came out. How much techno was being used in strip clubs after the Matrix hey, bro, came out?
0: I was old enough. I don't know if Mike was old enough. He's a, he's a burly young fella, but I was I was definitely <laughs> old enough to have. Seen it in the theaters and walked out and questioned all of reality. Yes, I didn't ever wanted to get like a trench coat with like, you know what I'm saying? Some kind of emo sad look on my face, (laughs) maybe some robot legs. Robot legs. (laughs) Riding Lawrence daughter doing porn. These were good times. This was pre a lot of stuff.
2: (laughs) Oh man, those like sunglasses without the legs on the side of them that you could just clip onto your nose. Oh, Man. so Enter Man. the Matrix though. Been playing that. Um, the like that. If you've never played that, if there was a way for you to play that without having to get a PS2, I would recommend it. You can buy the PC version, but that comes with like compatibility issues. That game is really stunning. It really like the way they choreograph the combat in the game, where you feel like you're actually inside the Matrix, and you're you're playing this game where you're. You have the bullet time effect, which it was obviously known for. But one of the coolest parts that I completely forgot is when you can double wield in that game and when you activate bullet time while jumping and shooting, you do that thing where you start spinning in the air Hell yeah. and you're just shooting at everybody. But those are not the games I'm here to talk about. Those are just little side minutes. I'm here to talk about Monster Hunter World because I'm addicted to... And I feel like I need to scratch an itch, like a crack addict hanging out on the street corner. Like this is like, like we were oh, at. Oh,
3: baby.
2: We were at like lunch today, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it right there. I'm just like.
3: Got any more of them monster hunters? you, got any more Chase, so you might not know about me, Joe Rogan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey man, did y'all see that shit about with On Love shit on Dave Chappelle, bro. I know I'm mm-hmm. referenced Chappelle like a lot.
2: Yeah yeah, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember that was though. Weird.
0: That was weird, man. But nah, I just you know shout out to today, man. He has played the greatest crackhead of all time. I reference that crackhead every time. Him and Chris Rock's Pookie. Yes,
2: uh, yes, yeah, yes. Monster
0: uh, Hunter, man. Monster Hunter. I got to know.
2: Or I and I want to. I want to. If we did a top three crackheads in film or entertain television, I'd have to shout out Bob uh, Saget in uh, uh, what was it? Half baked. Half baked. Half baked. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Saget, where he stands.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: I'm a good a one. Uh, but Monster Hunters, man, it's got me straight up addicted. Like we were sitting at lunch today, and I'm 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 eating, and it's Papa Do's, and I freaking love Papa Do's, and I got a plate of crawfish étouffée in front of me, mm. and it's it's fantastic, and it's amazing, but I don't care. I just want to get home, and I want to play more Monster Hunter, like so. The classic thing about Monster Hunter are the fights, the battles are really long. They're like, you know, anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes apiece. However, in this game, they do something by giving you a palico, so you're not always alone, and the palico is a cat. But the thing about it is is that once you complete a fight, you feel extremely proud of yourself and extremely successful. And, you know, the idea of running through this game... And tracking down the monster and figuring out the best way to deal with it. I mean, it's in the little surprises in this game that it just leaves you to discover without holding your hand. Um, the fact that if you're coming from a high attack zone, you will actually land on the monster's back when you're jumping down. You have to hold on and you just pull your knife out. And it's one of the most gangster things I've ever seen. Like you grab onto that beast by the back, you pull your knife out and you just start stabbing the shit out of him. <laughs> Just over and over and over again. But the I thing that... that show
0: I was watching last night on... uh, What's the name of that damn show with Shamar Moore in it?
2: Criminal Minds. I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the other thing that was really dope, too, is like, I'm just sitting there and I'm tracking, right? And all of a sudden, my palico runs off, my cat. And that cat comes right back and he's riding a fucking T-Rex, and that T-Rex is there to now help us attack the next monster that we're trying to. He's just like, "Yo, what's up, bro? I got a T-Rex for us." Fuck uh, yeah. Like, how did this happen? Like, where did you get a T I literally dropped the controller for a minute and I was like, "What the fuck?" That's all I could say. Like, so some of these things too, like it's it's that sense of accomplishment you get with a Monster Hunter game. Except it feels more realized than when it was on, like, Wii U or 3DS. Like, they, they the 3DS and Wii U versions always kind of felt, I don't know, not really kiddy, I want to say. They were just, they were very JRPG grind games. Like, this is the first one that I've played where I feel like they truly celebrate the success of beating the monster. Like, and they do a good job of identifying what you get from it, where you can go upgrade your weapons... What kind of equipment you can afford? you know, just going on regular expeditions to get more items, to craft more items. The only drawback I have is they do this thing where they almost try to force you to play it in multiplayer. Um, So when you go do a new quest, you actually have to load up the quest screen. You have to select how many players are going into it. And then even if you want to do it by yourself, you have to put yourself down to one player only. And then you still have to let it load up. And find a server to connect to to take you on that quest. Wow. so there's a lot of like forced multiplayer aspects to it. That being said, though, I literally just want to stop recording right now and go play more Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. Like, I just this is also the reason why this week I, I got very little sleep because I was up playing and I was like, I would go fight a monster and I get done with it. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll go to bed. And then the 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 chief would be like, oh, we we got one more guy you need to go kill. There's this giant lightning oh, T-Rex-Raptor hybrid thing that we need you to destroy. And I was like, fuck it. I'll do it. Let's go. Let's <laughs> like, go. Who,
0: who the fuck doesn't want to kill a T-Rex? That's what
2: You're I said. Right,
0: you know?
2: <laughs> that's what I said. Who doesn't want to? Uh, but that's what I've been playing this week. Uh, not much else, really. I've been trying... I'm going to get into a few other things in the next coming week, especially because we got something in the new segment we're going to be talking about for the Nintendo Switch, which I'm super excited about. Ooh. Um. Anyway, Mike, my friend, the what, guy in this room, what have you been playing?
3: What have I been playing? Well, like I said, I got my ass handed to me by Todd, a Dragon Ball fighter, Welcome. and <laughs> I will say, that, like I said, it was one of the, it's one of the hands down best fighting games ever. It's visceral it's fast the cell animation is just beautiful it's exactly what you would expect out of a dragon ball game but taken to a new level the finishers that you can do like when it's goku versus Frieza or gohan versus cell and you're on a specific location you can do like the emotional destructions where it, it lets you relive those those final moments of the battles that we all watched in the anime where it was just like, oh shit, like you're you're gonna put the controller down for a minute, you're just gonna go, I'm gonna be 12 years old again, and just screaming at the TV, going, Fuck yeah! Hell yeah. Yes! Four hours later <laughs> with Frieza and we're done. And it's 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 so good. But there is a drawback for me that I that I have realized, I don't know if Todd has. When I play online multiplayer, I on online PvP, I know I'm going to get my ass kicked. So, there's the option. It's like, who do you want to play against? Do you want to play against people who are better than you? The same as you? Worse than you? Alright, cool. I, I want to play people who are go- just as good as me. Dude, they just basically just take your suggestion and just go, no, fuck that. You're going to play people who are going to destroy you. And, <laughs> I mean, I will be... I will play... Some dude I'll be like, "Alright, I'm going to play by bus. I'm going to play against someone who's like me." Comes in, strolling in, and it is just a one-sided prison rape against me. <laughs> <laughs> I get I don't get turns. I can't change my character. I can't do anything. And it's it it that to me, I don't know if it's just me and the Dragon Ball gods hate me. If I wished with Shenron that it was just like, "Make me suck at your game." It 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 was just brutal. And did you
2: piss I, Did you piss Master Rotria?
3: No, I gave him his dirty old magazines. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm
0: hoping I'm hoping Master Roshi is in in the DLC. Oh my god! You're 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 just on the on the precipice, bro. That's that I promise you. Like oh. you just need a breakthrough. Yep. like that's the level I was on in a minute. Like now when I get online in PvP i've had some pretty epic battles so far like a lot of fun with them you know i'm 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 even right now though you know what i mean like yeah. i'm like 10 and 10 you yeah. know what i'm saying so i haven't like been on there a lot i haven't even been a, had an urge to get on there a lot i played a lot more of the story and like i was saying before a lot of people would get bored with the repetitive nature of the story and i get like critics knocking it for that but me personally i love it because it gives me, a chance to work on the timing. It's all in the timing, bro. And you, I promise you right there, but yeah. it did feel good to have that moment. Cause I was getting ran at first. Yeah. But anyway, and, man, go ahead.
3: And I, and yeah. I'm excited about the the story. I mean, it's a, it's all original, so it, it's not something, you know, you're just going through all the same arcs that you've seen and played before, which, which I absolutely love. Um, on the converse side, I just played, uh, I just bought for honor with the Ubisoft sale. Yeah. Shout out to, ubisoft for making everything all shit cheap on playstation store um till the
0: 12th get shit get shit yep yep. get it get it get it it. buy
3: it and so support
2: ubisoft because ubisoft is a pretty dope developer yeah
3: and i will say this is one of the best slash hardest slash most frustrating games i've played as a fighter because i'm going in i'm like fuck I'm going to be a Viking. I'm going to be a knight. I'm going to be a samurai. I'm going to go in. I'm going to murder everybody. And it's so much more nuanced than that. I mean, yeah. I've gone through a whole bunch of the training. I've gone against, you know, just the, the AI fighting it on the lowest level. And it was still like, it's, it's something you have to learn how to block, learn how to parry, how to, you know, how to counter attack, how to break through guards. And it's not just a, you know, run in God of war type thing and just murder everything you see. Yeah. Well you can do that. Absolutely. You're you're cutting off heads, you're cutting off dicks. It's <laughs> oh, God. it's oh, God. it's it's visceral. It is brutal. Do it you want bu- more kids? No? Good. Nope. I yep. have an option for you. <laughs> but it is it is so good. Um and then I played a couple of the free PlayStation games, Grand Armada. It's just a which one was Grand Armada?
2: Because I, I picked up one of them and I started to try it uh, today, and I didn't
3: like it very much. Um, this was a game that I guess was released for PlayStation Four back in like 2014 or 15, so it's not super old. Was it the one where you when you move around the map you you're a chess piece? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I played an hour of that and I did not like it. Yeah. It was. It's. It's okay. It, it's okay. It, it, if you're a good. If you like the tactic. Games. This is the game for you. I have no tactics. As I said, I like to run in, cut dicks off, and get out. (laughs) That sounds like a supreme tactic, sir. (laughs) That
0: actually sounds like some master wusu shit, Mike. That's that's, that's exactly what it is. You must play as a samurai.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But it was ninja death. (laughs)
2: That's what that is.
1: But I,
3: but it's
0: oh, it's man. free. It's of five palm poison, <laughs> five
3: finger death punch, and your balls blow up. <laughs> <over
1: with. laughs> God.
2: I vape too much to laugh that hard. Don't get your
0: balls blew up. Please you don't. It's game time.
2: Do not get your balls blown up. I guarantee it's painful guarantee So, <laughs> if you live you won't want to no 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 no, no. you'll you'll commit hottie cutty i'll
0: call you empty sack <laughs> cotton ball. is that what they call
2: tom green now empty sack oh, oh i'm sorry oh. Oh. or is that lance armstrong
3: oh, oh. well hey hold on oh, fuck that guy he cheated yeah <laughs> fuck that guy he cheated <laughs> All right, oh, right. Oh. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> um, And then the last game I played, it uh, was probably only for like an hour. It was the new game, Rime. Uh It was another free game on PlayStation Store. I'm curious about this one. And this one, this one's going to be interesting. It's not a game I, you know, these aren't the types of games I play, but it looked cool. And so far, basically, I'm just this little kid who is on an island. Fair enough. And I, uh, you, you see nothing before you just, it loads up and you're just waking up like you just got off a shipwreck. You're waking up on the beach. You're looking around and you're like, shit, where do I go? And there's all these beacons of light just, you know, far off in the distance. And so you run off. And one of the weirdest things I did while on the island, I was, you know, just trying to figure out what I'm doing. I run up to this statue and it gives me the, you know, the command that I can do a triangle. So I yell at the statue. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it statue, get off my lawn. You put a Clint Eastwood on the statue. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. And it gets so spooked, it, it shits Fuck out its you, spirit. It was <laughs> 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 <is but>, fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, the statue just gets so spooked that she, I think it shits, shits out its spirit. All but right. it, it floats down, and there's like all these four other statues that it goes to and it lights up. I don't understand what the premise of the game is. I couldn't tell you what i actually just did i just followed the prompt but i'm really intrigued because there's so far there's no enemies there's no items to collect or pick up doesn't seem like there's any treasure chest it just seems like it's a nice you know self-contained open world that you can just you know freely explore at a calm pace and just it's a good it seems like so far it's a good time killer if you want to de-stress from something and yeah. you just cut off a hundred dicks from everybody else, <laughs> you just, I'm going to go sit on the beach and I'm going to stare at the waves and I'm going to scream that's at some right. statues like some crazy crackhead.
2: thats That sounds relaxing oh, to no, me. No, no, okay. Look, I grew up near Beaumont. <laughs> We went to Galveston a lot. That sounds like I'm going home. That's what that feels like. I'm gonna go watch crackhead scream at things on the beach. <laughs> I did watch one when I was 13 scream at a pigeon. I think he stole his bread. He was pissed.
3: Oh man, that's fucked up. Pigeon? He's homeless. Leave that man's bread alone. Sell that pigeon. Shit. <laughs>
0: that was a good no, now we gotta his... kick a pigeon. Oh.
2: oh, oh, people on crack. Yes, they're always fun. <laughs> All right, that's been the first part of Skip the Tutorial. We shall be back with news. Crack is wack, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Skip the Tutorial, the uh, number one video game podcast, uh, and the places that they don't care about. Uh, <laughs> you know what? That's that's kind of true, but we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, we're on the news segment right now. The news. News. Bring me the news. Give me the news. Unlike CNN and Fox News, we're telling the truth. Uh. Fake news. Not
3: Harry. fake news. Fake news. Not
2: fake news. We're talking about video game news. The yeah. news that matters. We don't have to cover that red-headed orangutan in office. <laughs> uh, we're covering actual video <laughs> games. <Or> jungle Book. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so wait, wait, if U.S. politics is a jungle book, I wonder who the, the protagonist would be. Who would be the guy trying to stop uh, Sha- Sha- Sheer Khan? Sheer Khan. Trump Khan. Cory he- Booker. Shre- What's that?
0: Cory Booker.
2: Okay, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Okay. okay. All, right. All, right. All right. All right. All right. On to the news. All right. First segment. First First part of the week. First. First news headline. Marvel. Is not going to be included in Evo twenty eighteen. This is kind of fucking huge. Crazy for Marvel. Bitch
3: slap to the video game face.
2: Yeah, like this is a this is a big deal for them because they've been in eighteen years, eighteen years, years. eighteen years in Evo, and this is the first year, and they're not going to be including the the newest uh, Marvel versus Capcom game or Marvel. What is it? What is it? Was it Marvel versus
3: Capcom Infinite?
2: Okay, okay. Yeah. so I heard this game sucks, is basically kind of what I heard. Okay, wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. Okay, the gameplay, yeah. from what I understand, because I didn't fuck with it just from hearing about it, which yep. is what happened to most people, but the actual yep. gameplay isn't that bad, from what I understand.
2: Okay, so the gameplay is not bad? Is it the story?
0: Is that's it the story,
2: just, or is it just the it's characters? It's the
0: graphics, it's the fact that they took away, it's the roster, it's the... Just uh, the presentation, the way it was marketed, it it just it failed as far as sales were concerned. And it, you know, and it do, and honestly, in my opinion, it doesn't deserve to be at Evo this year with right, the games yeah. that are there. That's really what it boils down to. to yeah, me.
2: yeah. I mean, I could totally see that. I mean, this is I don't know. This is going to be kind of Dragon Ball's year. They're going to be in Evo. Dragon Ball Fighters is going to be in Evo. Which is going to be awesome, considering the game just came out. So, I'm I'm actually I've watched Evo occasionally because I think that 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 type of competition at that high of a level is very fascinating. Absolutely, because those guys are, you know, you get these guys who occasionally is like, well, video games aren't a real sport, and I was like,
3: you sit down and try to do what they just did. Yeah, I mean, shit, someone died playing. One of these games for <laughs> yeah, on a professional level. Yeah, like he was Asian though, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So oh you know. Man. uh Anyway, moving on. Very from, honorable. It is moving on from <laughs> subtle racism. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. That, that was. was <laughs>
0: I'm
1: dying.
2: All right. I'm dying. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, okay, man. Sometimes, man, it's just hard. You know what I mean? All the pressure on me all damn day. Sometimes I just want to let loose.
2: Okay. <laughs> I will not title the episode that, though. But I will be tempted to.
0: I understand. You can you can bleep it out. <laughs>
2: that's not getting bleeped out. That was too damn funny. No,
0: that's a good point. That's not. This is the it's Kids.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, all right, so. Um, but yeah, like, okay, so these Evo things, like these guys who compete at this level of competition are fascinating to me. Like, the their capability to perform how they do. And just that they register that fast the need to perform certain combos. I mean, Todd's great. Todd's a fantastic fighting game yeah. player. These guys, no,
0: I'm not that good. I appreciate it, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, I think you are.
2: Like, it's something in the way their brain is wired about how they see these things. Like, I saw a an, a graph a graph online where it's like how the the two types of people who play fighting games, and it shows the one guy who's just like, it's just nothing but mashed potatoes in his thoughts, <laughs> and just like button mashing <laughs> everything, which is how I play. Yeah, and then there's the other guy who's like you see all these charts and trajectories and just like the different types of buttons he can press and the combos and stuff. And I've never been one of those guys, but these guys at these levels of competition really do play like that.
3: Yeah. It's kind of fascinating. And and it's, and it's something that, you know, it's not just spending the time to, to play the game for hours and hours and hours at a time. It's, you know, you really figure out the mechanics of it, like any other job you yeah. do, you you really study how the game plays. You're not just looking at it and be like, "Oh wow, these graphics are awesome!" Like I do, I these guys look at it and they're like, "All right, screw the graphics for a second. How fast do these buttons register? How will these combos register?" And you know, and I mean, I could see them, you know, sitting there and just being really, really good at Simon Says. Yeah, like or. <laughs> Oh, yeah. like, bop yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're they're probably kick-ass at bop it. I, I, I do that in Target, and I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm awful at bop it. I, I once, like, they handed me the bop it, and I started to bop it,
2: and then three moves later, I just threw it at somebody, because I was like, I'm done bopping it. F- bop it. Fuck throw you, it. Bop oh. it. Fuck it. Bop Fuck it. you, bop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, throw it. Don't Don't bop it. Throw it. It's, I'm awful
0: at
3: bop. What's the next 90s song <laughs> that we can sing? I hate that fucking song.
2: <laughs> anyway, hey, do you no, want to be one, my lover? I
0: like, that, that you brought up Sorry. about the fighting games. Like those guys on those levels, how they master how, how things are kind of broken or how, or how they can take advantage of the physics of the game. Like with Street Fighter, particularly. It's amazing. Like, people hate on the auto combos that come up, but it's certain things when you start to actually play it, you can see where you can use it to your advantage, where it breaks the physics of the game a little bit because it wants you to complete those combos. So, it's little subtle things in the timing, knowing the amount of damage that you're causing with the timed hit as opposed to a button mash hit. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. the reason why Marvel vs. Capcom isn't at EVO this year, Ooh. and Arc System
2: has three games that's in it this year but you know yeah it's and you know these are the guys too like i give these guys credit because these are the guys that have like their fighting fighting joysticks and stuff their fight pads and they go through and they buy new buttons like literally new buttons to replace to remap and if you have that much dedication to something you get all my credit in the world like i will give you all the credit and watch you and just have entertainment for hours just like
3: watching you be the master of your craft absolutely i loved watching like my brother play when i was younger i loved watching him play video games i like yeah. watching people play in general just because it, it's such a different experience because i'm like all right now i can learn yeah and figure out but these dudes like i i i'm terror i would be terrified to watch their fingers move My girlfriends aren't they're excited <laughs> <laughs> but eh, todd's face was perfect todd's face was, was perfect like, yep but I mean just 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 watching them play on that and knowing you you can try to obtain it knowing that you're you're like, all right, I'm gonna put the hours in I'm gonna buy all the high end equipment and I'm still gonna suck at the end of yep. the day is, is it, it's it's a humbling thing It is. It, it's humbling because it you're just like I want to be on that level, but I
2: can't I will never be on that level i I don't have the time or energy or hours, but Totally mad respect. Uh, More news out of Evo. The producers of Dragon Ball Fighters are actually going to be competing this year. Which, I don't know if this is the first time that somebody actually who either created or funded the game played in Evo. But they're going to be actually legally competing, from what I can read, in the Evo tournament. Which I think is pretty cool. Like, you know, getting a producer in the game to come out and you know, hey, we got to show off this game. It's part marketing, but to go, hey, you know what? Maybe it's one of these things where they come out and they go, we don't, we may have funded the game or help fund the game. We don't really have the fighting skills, but we've taken the time, and this is an even-playing match for everybody. Yeah. Like, we've actually taken the time to learn how to do this so that we could show you guys that this game is accessible to a point where some fighting games aren't accessible. Because when I played Dragon Ball Fighters, it felt very accessible where other fighting games were not. Absolutely, absolutely. And just to touch back to the previous episode
0: when I when we first started talking about Dragon Ball. Seriously, bro, you can feel the love in the game. The people that developed the game actually have love for Dragon Ball, and it resonates throughout the whole experience. So I, that really doesn't surprise me. Like that's one of the great things. That's one of the good things about. Any video game, when you can tell that a developer is, you know, invested emotionally into making something that they love, it, 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 it shines through. So, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing some great matches at EVO when that happens. Was it August, I think, in Vegas?
2: August 5th, yeah. 6th, something like that? August 5th or 6th. I'm, I'm going to definitely be watching it.
3: Yeah,
0: I, n- I normally don't. I, I'm not a super big in the Evo this year. I'm watching it. Mike, you
3: you watching it this absolutely, year? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, yes, a lot of the games, like Tekken, I never got into. Street Fighter, you know, I will always that will always have a place in my heart. Dragon Ball, it's my new, you know, boner jam. And, <laughs> and, and, and Smash Brothers, you know, that, that's just a callback to my childhood. Yeah, you know, yeah. Four friends staying up all night on a Saturday, you know, just kicking ass and... Eating popcorn or whatever kids do nowadays. I don't know. I am too old. They eat Tide Pods. <laughs> <It's>,
2: <laughs> that's what they do these days. They eat Tide Pods. That's, if you are if you are dumb enough, kids, keep eating them. Keep eating them. <laughs> If you are that stupid, keep go right in. Clean, Clean that gene pool. Clean that gene pool. I I was talking with my wife about this earlier today, and I was like, I feel like trends come along every now and then, and it's just like social Darwinism that gets effectively like put into the. Um, to the consciousness of of Americans to just, like, kill off a certain amount that are just too stupid to live. Have you seen... Super
0: dope, bro. Super dope. Much better than a pandemic. Yes. I'd much rather (laughs) more people just die from Tide (laughs) Pods.
2: You dig? You know what I'm saying? It's It's, super dope. Especially with the flu season this year. Yeah, we...
0: We need to make a shirt with Tide Pods on the back <laughs> of <you're> it. Like, oh. <laughs>
3: the Darwin Awards, sponsored by uh, Tide. Did you ever? I love the Darwin Awards, <laughs>
2: man. Oh, uh, did you ever watch that movie? The Darwin? No. Nah. The movie's fantastic. Some of those guys. It's my favorite one is the guy who gets the big high-rise office, right? And he's showing it off to his friends, and he's like, "Hey, look, you know, I can see across New York City." And they're like, Oh yeah. And he's like, yeah. And this, this glass is bulletproof. So he takes the baseball and this is a true story. He takes the baseball and like he throws it at the glass and the glass doesn't shatter. So then he picks up a pillow from his couch and he charges the glass. Well, the glass is shatterproof and it's bulletproof, but it wasn't sealed in all the way. The glass pane comes flying out along with him
3: <laughs> as he's flying out the window absolutely my favorite darwin award yes i've i've heard that one i've heard that one um sidebar there is a new challenge out nowadays it's the one of the stupidest things it's the hot coil challenge wait what so do you guys remember living in a shitty apartment with those uh spiral coils on your stove Yeah, yeah 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 crank that to high let it get red hot no put your arm on it no I watched a video of it last night. I almost threw up. Dude, oh. I don't get it. I don't I committed enough. Get it. It's no not committed enough. Like Tide
0: at least poisons you. This just marks <laughs> these these people. Marks of the beast. Mark of the idiot. I need I need full of unadulterated commitment to stupid death. <laughs> yes, yes. That's the only way I feel okay. I mean, it. just, uh, I, I wanted to help these people at first, but you know, as, as I thought about it, man, we are we already overpopulated. Smart I mean, people need to have more kids, dumb people need to eat more time. Have a wonderful <laughs> life.
2: <laughs> Idiocracy, man. Idiocracy is a thing. It's happening. It needs more electrolytes. It does. It needs more. They have what plants crave
3: electrolytes. I mean, I feel like we've peaked as a society because we're putting a robot car in a robot space shuttle to send it to a colony in Mars with another robot on there. That's and so cool.
2: It we're is, so bro, far below is.
3: that with Tide Pods and the Hot Coils and mm-hmm. there's like Malone. There's two. Uh. Yes, Post Malone <laughs> for sure is on the other side of it.
2: Like there's two ends of the spectrum here. And like one end is Tide Pods. And then the other end is how the Borg were created. And it's like, no wonder the Borg wanted to assimilate all of us. We're stupid. <laughs> we're just stupid. All right. And on to beautiful next... beautiful, though,
0: man. It's beautiful. It right. is.
2: It is. On to the next piece of news. Coming to the Nintendo Switch, available on February
3: 16th. I cannot wait for this. Is Bayonetta and Bayonetta 2.
2: Nice. Going to be a
3: double package. Going to be a double package. The only way to do it yep. with these kinds of games. You have to have both games because I wouldn't buy them separately. No, I, I would be no. pissed if they didn't come out as, as a big bundle package.
2: They're two of the... I love Bayonetta. Like, Bayonetta, Bayonetta Two, both of them are fantastic fucking games. Like you want to talk about beat em ups, you want to talk about hack and slash, nothing better. Like this you is You know the that's one my get...
0: shit. It... You know it's my shit. I never played Bayonetta.
2: Man, I'm so excited nope, about getting it. on the Switch, bro. You're gonna love to this. Yes. Gotta,
0: gotta shout out Andrew. You know shout out Andrew. Shout yeah, got to shout out to Andrew. Shout out Andrew. Shout him out again. You know because. Get nailed on the head, bro. I can't wait till we get the Bayonetta, man.
2: Man, I can't wait for you to play it, Todd, because and I can't wait for the third one to come out either. These games are so because the third one comes out later in 2018. Oh, so they're releasing the dual package for the Switch. So the thing about the dual package for the Switch is the Bayonetta 2 is going to be on the cart. Bayonetta one's going to give you the code to download Bayonetta One from it's going to give you the code to download Bayonetta One from the store. So it's not going to be both games on one cart. It's going to be separate. Um, okay. But I definitely recommend like playing them in order. Bayonetta 1, okay. then Bayonetta 2. Like It's got a pretty awesome connective tissue between the two games. And it is totally worth every minute of that game. Uh, next piece of news, Ubisoft has a sale going on right now on PlayStation Network. We mentioned it earlier. Um, with discounts up to seventy-five percent, goes until the twelfth
0: of February. Yes, yeah, yeah, man. Yes, I think by the time this comes out, uh, you'll have a day. You'll have a day. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Letting you know, take advantage. You'll have a day. Please take advantage. Uh, next piece of news: Monster Hunter World has officially exceeded six million units worldwide. Holy shit! This game is huge right now, and I know why because I'm, I'm scratching. I'm scratching that itch like. Mm. Uh, Mm. uh, uh, uh. i'm getting those dts man the longer i'm away from it i literally thought about like i'm gonna call in monday and just spend nothing but all day playing monster hunter like that's all i want to do just say you got the flu bro just
3: (laughs) don't be like yeah don't come back you ate a tide pod i I, hate Pod. i'm
2: sorry i don't feel good i ate a tide pod i'm starting to asphyxiate You sound like you can talk. (laughs) No, I'm asphyxiating as we speak. Just leave me alone. Death is imminent. I'm sorry. Death is imminent. I'm I'm
3: sorry. It's going to happen. It
0: always comes back to kung fu.
3: It does. I mean, the last time I played a game like that was Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Competing with my brother to get up at 3 or 4 in the morning before school Mm -hmm. and playing for a few hours. And that was... I haven't had a game like that shit since I was... Twelve 13
2: i'm not gonna lie dude i was playing the game last night and i was getting real tired because i'm old and like <laughs> i was sitting there it's like 11 30 12 o'clock at night and i'm getting tired while, you are old <laughs> yeah i was getting tired while playing the game and i was like shit man i just like i really wish i would have started doing cocaine at a younger age <laughs> <laughs> like that's all i could think i was like that's the only thing that's gonna work Instead, I got a big old cup of coffee, and I was like, ah, I've got until about 3 o'clock in the morning now. Good enough. Oh, Good man. enough. All right, next up, uh, something that we've been talking about <laughs> is uh, Germany. The, the country is considering. What else would there be? God, what was that segue? Germany, Shines the born. country?
3: What was I thinking?
2: <laughs> anyway, Germany. Yes, the Volkswagen. country.
3: Volkswagen.
2: Um. Uh, they're considering banning loot boxes as it may violate the Youth Protection Act. The ideas of gambling over there. Uh, so, they may actually end up viol- or banning these loot boxes completely from video games. So, I kind of like this. This this trend. Germans are smart, bro. They and are.
3: And it's not just Germany. It's Belgium, the US. <laughs>
2: Modern Germany's, Germany is smart
3: yes, historical mm-hmm. Germany
2: not so smart no
0: I mean mm, they're pretty smart <laughs> what anybody listening in Germany is lieber um yes, I will say this just because they were smart they were evil they were hard hard people yeah yeah um, and I mean not all' of them, is just you know ranging saying, right now You're the one that brought up Germany. Didn't we already establish earlier? This is true. This is true. This is true.
2: Um, It is interesting though that they've they've they're socially progressive now, like in a way like that we are not at all, and they've moved on and in a way that like it's kind of fascinating that people are like, yeah, I want to move to Germany because for so long Germany was the big bad.
0: I got a partner out there right now, like, you know what I mean? I'm not even going to get into some stories and some shit that we used to get into. And, of course, it's a military move, but he loves it out there. You know what I'm saying? He really actually digs it out there. You know what I mean? Like Health-wise, environmentally-wise, they're pretty progressive. There's a lot of positive shit going on over there. You know, even with the dark past, it's kind of hard for us to judge as Americans.
2: But anyway. Well, that's the thing that kind of irritates me as... Somebody who's very like socially aware is. We sit here up on our high horse, and this brings up another piece of news that I didn't actually put in the sheet that I meant to. We sit up here on our high horse, and we talk about how, oh well, we had the greatest generation. And we had the baby boomers, and you know we never did anything wrong. And you know, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mike's doing the jerking ourselves off motion here because that's what we do. And it's like, okay, number one, we should have never been involved with Vietnam. Number two, we didn't even get involved in World War II until they attacked us. Like, we were going to completely stay out. We knew what was going on. Yeah. We saw it. And then when we did get involved, we put a bunch of, like, Japanese Americans into internment camps over here that they don't even teach that shit in high school anymore. Like, I, I was asking my wife's cousin who's in high school. I was like, did you learn about this? She's like, no, I never learned about it. That's legitimate American history. But we sit here and we talk about this, and that's why I wanted to bring up this next piece of news that I didn't put on here. I meant to put it on here, guys. I'm sorry. There's a petition out right now to change the enemy in Far Cry 5.
3: No. Yeah. No. There is a petition. I've heard that. There's... I've heard the change, and no. no. Yeah.
2: I disagree with the change. Like, There's a petition to charge it, change it because it was, quote-unquote, we're sick of seeing white Americans as, as, as terrorists and bad guys. And I'm sitting here going, wait, 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 what? Like, when has this ever been a major thing in
3: video games? What does every but, first-person shooter game use as their ultimate enemy?
2: It's always Nazis. Nazis. It's Nazis.
3: Nazis? Who else do you have in the bad guys? Sometimes it's some zombies. zombies. I mean, what about the zombie population? They have rights, too. Yeah. They're people. I they right Well, they were people. They, they were really people. do.
2: They were people. Uh, but no, no, like this does like piss me off a little bit. Not a little bit. Piss me off a lot. Because it's sitting there going, okay, first of all, if you've read anything about the game, you know that this is a cult. Like the people you're coming up against in this game are a cult. They don't represent. and they. I think Ubisoft has made it pretty clear that that's not what this is. This is a crazy doomsday cult. Who's got a lot of really racist ideas and rhetoric. And they're part of this prepper stuff. But somehow we've reached a point in society where that's supposed to be the representation that these people are... Like there's a big problem with that. So you have a problem with a game that is attacking a doomsday racist prepper cult. Because you want to say that that's what white Americans are. It's... No, bro. Like stop. For just a second because you've lost your you've lost your track you've lost your mind you've listened to too much fox fucking news like (laughs) like that's you've watched too much doomsday preppers like let's stop for a second and remember that we're all americans first of all all americans there it
0: is there's there's the tie-in man and that's why we gotta you know hold up like the ubisofts when they're doing cool shit in our in our little genre that we we cherish so much you know what i'm saying and um the point is you know it's okay to face the ugly things to learn from them and become greater and understand that we do have a great story with ups and downs and goods and bads and things are grayer than you know we try to make them out to be sometimes let's not get caught up in the propaganda that we judge you know (laughs) yeah you know yeah keep it together. You know what I'm saying? We gotta have an underground army, man. You know what I mean? Another YouTuber shout out, man. That nigga Angry Joe. He, he be saying that shit. I don't wanna, you know, I gotta give credit where credit could do because I don't want, you know, that cassette tripping is still in my blood. I'm trying to hold it down, B. You know what, yep, what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. For real, yep. bro. But anyway, yeah, man. Um, That's, that's, that's what's up. I just, Mike, I. how do you feel about the Germans?
2: They're bad. <laughs> 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 uh... To clarify, Mike right. is Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fantastic. Uh, last beat of news before we move on. It has been, well, it's rumored, but it's all but confirmed, which I'm kind of excited about. Bandai Namco is actually making the next Metroid Prime game. They are making Metroid Prime 4. Uh, if you don't know who Bandai Namco is, go play Dragon Ball Fighters. Dark Souls remastered, Digimon Story, Cyber Sleuth, and a numerous amount of games. Like these guys have shown over and over again, they respect what they make. They take the time to learn it. I mean, they made the Pokemon Tournament Fighter for uh, the Pokemon Tournament Fighter for Wii U, and as much as that game wasn't like great, there's a lot of really cool moments in that. As a as a long term Pokemon fan, like I, I dug it quite a bit. Uh, that's all the news I got. Anything else you guys have before we move on to our roundtable? Mike? Nope. All right. Well we will be oh, yeah, back.
0: Special wait, wait. Yeah. special shout out to Bill, man. Fracture butthole on sale for like twenty nine ninety nine. Yes. Yes, <laughs> right.
2: yes, yes. Special yep. shout out to our to our brother Bill, who's at home right now with the flu. And the switch. And the switch. Alright, we'll be back. Third segment where we're talking about black representation in video games and comics. Nobody told me this. (laughs) Alright, welcome to the third segment of Skip the Tutorial, where we're about to get inside your ear hole and let all the audio fun release. Like Boosie Collins say, baby, so you can hear me coming. (laughs) Hey! Uh, this week we're talking on our news segment, or roundtable segment, not our news segment. We're talking about black representation in video games and comic books because there's a lot to dig in here to uh, with some of the philosophy behind it, some of the old school comic books. Um, the idea here is to kind of discuss the uh, inequality, the unequal representation that we get from superheroes, especially we got Black Panther coming out, which is a great example of a superhero who is like not only embraces his roots, like they they never shy away from the roots no. of T'Challa, like they never do, and that's good. That's a great thing, and it's a very positive thing. It's a very positive. Um, Todd, you were saying um, something earlier that I really keyed into, where you were talking about what Batman said being a symbol, and with yeah, man, Black Panther. Yeah,
0: Batman basically said you can kill a man but you can't kill a symbol and you know we were talking about the the Pac stuff earlier a little bit we ain't gonna get into that too much and he was like a a ghetto hero man and he was so young when he died you know he was a real leader though I mean Malcolm X Martin Luther King leaders but they were all men who were assassinated either their character in prison you know what I mean one thing or another so for people that don't understand like specifically with black folks but just Marvel fans on a grander scale, real Marvel fans and video game fans and comic book fans really get it. Like the symbol of it is is very important, you know. Moving forward, just as a, uh, Americans in general, just you know, fulfilling the dream. You know what I mean? This is this is something that's fulfilling the dream that everybody talks about. So, um, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, you can't kill the symbol.
2: You're absolutely right, and you know, part of the because um, you've got. You know, Black Panther coming out, and that's a great step forward. I mean, especially for Marvel to do it, and I'm glad they did it in the way they introduced Black Panther in the Captain America movie. um, uh, Which one was that? Was it the third
3: one? Civil War. Yeah, it was Civil War, where he was introduced, and
2: where you see him as a diplomatic entity at first, and, you know, a prince, and you see him as a very regal individual. It's not stereotypical at all. Mm Mm-mm. And I think that that's extremely important moving forward. But right now, the one thing that I wanted to talk about with you guys, kind of bringing it up, is you know where the line gets drawn with the stereotypes um, of representation. Stereotypical representation. I want to go back real quick to 2016, I want to say. Mafia 3 came out. Mafia 3. Uh, and this was a huge... Uh, place. This this game made a lot of news, not just because the game was very cinematic and wonderful. Like Mafia Mafia Three is on sale at Walmart right now for fifteen bucks, and if I can recommend to go pick anything up, I definitely recommend to go pick that up. Um, because that game is your protagonist. This game takes place in the sixties, early late fifties, early sixties, somewhere mm-hmm. around there, and your main protagonist is black. And what they did in that game was represent a character. Who was not a stereotype. He was very nuanced and layered. And the decisions he had to make were very difficult. He was a human character essentially. And while that's fantastic. And I love Mafia 3 for that and the gameplay. Like it's a great game. I don't believe there's been enough of that. And maybe it goes back to the people creating the games. Maybe it goes back to uh, these ideas we have. Where we need the the gangster character, quote unquote, where people think that that needs to be in a game to make it interesting like GTA, right? which don't get me wrong. I love GTA. I do. And GTA San Andreas is an amazing game. It's fun as hell. It's one of my favorite games of all time. But if you look back at it, that's a stereotypical representation of a black character. And this has evolved over time. Um, Now, me, I'm a bit of a film buff. I like movies quite a bit. Uh, Before we did this podcast, I did a movie podcast. So, knowing the history of some of this, where the black characters in film, and generally pop culture and entertainment, they started out as, you know, very cartoonish representations of the black population. Um, And if it was a character that they didn't feel, you know, that back in the 30s and 40s, if a character they felt was going to have a little bit more nuance to it, they put white people in blackface because they... They honestly didn't think, they thought that black people were at such a low intellectual level that they could not handle that type of performance. Right. And, you know, that's very destructive and it's been destructive for a long time. I mean, it really wasn't until the 60s and 70s when black exploitation and the free love movement started happening that we started to get true representation and I, mean, I don't want anybody to mistake that black exploitation is true representation Of black culture but it was Being made you know By African Americans like It was being made by people Who were writing these scripts Producing these scripts directing these scripts having fun With these scripts and These were getting seen So you know you move through that history And then you get to the 80s and 90s Where suddenly we start to regress Back to a stereotype like the 80s, especially the gangster, just the 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 thug, if you will, which is not true at all. That stereotype, you know, I mean, even in horror movies where you had it was always like we talked about Todd because I'm a big horror buff. Horror movies are, you know, the big the big quote unquote joke is the black character always dies first. Like you you, you have to have that one black character in there to fill a certain quota and then you got to kill him off as quickly as you can. And then we move on. Which yep. was very damaging. It's very damaging. I don't know. I'm getting off kind of on a rant here, but I wanted to open this up oh, to man. you guys. Like, are oh, you good? I, I'm. I, I'm actually kind
0: of interested to. You know, Mike has an interesting perspective as well. This is his first one with us, and yeah, and it's good to have him on here. So I'm actually interested to hear what Mike has to say. But a quick little tidbit too was funny. Is you brought up blackface. It's even deeper than that. I yeah. mean people don't even take into mind that you know. When a person, when a cartoon character's face would get blown up and it would be in blackface, that was also a representation. There's a lot of uh, even in the cartoons of uh, coonery and, and and racism in it. And I mean, we talked about anti-Semiticness and blah, 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 blah with Disney, but um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I, it was really, you know, part of the reason why I fuck with you is because you' strong enough to kind of come up with this from your side of it too. But I'm I'm, I am really interested. What like Mike? How do you feel about it?
3: I mean, I've been reading comics for God probably a decade now, and you know you see you you see these writers write what they know, and from all the articles I've been reading and from the research I've done, you know just you know school in general. I mean, a lot of it, it just seems, it it, it all comes back to who's creating these things. I mean, you have Superman being created in, you know, the late thirties and it was two Jewish guys making it because they needed a symbol for their people and, and, you know, they, 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 they did what they thought they, they made what they thought they could do best. Um, I mean, I was just reading today a a phenomenal four-issue series. It's called Strange Fruits, done by uh, J.G. Jones, and I can't remember the writer's name. Uh, J.G. Jones does the the art. And it's about the Mississippi 1927, and it's all about this alien that comes crashing down to Earth who looks African-American. And they had no idea how to handle it. Uh, you know the people in the comics have no idea how to handle him because he's this ultra strong, you know, ultra quiet guy who's trying to figure out his world, and you know, and, and everybody in there is white, and they're trying to deal with it. And and a lot of the articles I've read so far, and I want to you know delve so much deeper into this, is just getting the diversity in who the writers are. You're seeing a lot more female writers you're yeah. seeing a lot more you know i mean we 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 know there's japan and you know thailand and south asia who do a lot with video games and they they their representation is there but you know sometimes that's not even all that good you know it's it's always the samurai or you know the the, the stoic samurai or the yakuza or if they have a a, a character that's not
2: Japanese or Asian, if you will, of Asian descent, that character's white. Right. They always do white because they have this obsession with, and I'm not trying to stereotype any type of no Asian the, culture. The Lord, no. There's just a known obsession with American culture over there. And the well, way they I see mean, American the culture is day,
0: white. It boils down to dollars. The dollar warns the world. See, that's the misconception. Yep, yep. It, it, it's also, it's, it's an obsession with money too you know what i'm saying like yeah the white people are the ones that's gonna buy it that's part of the reason why certain aspects of black culture is perpetuated in grand society because it's what's going to sell that's why you don't get genuine things from many different cultures and that's the part that people don't want to talk about that but the problem is with that is it's not really truly tested to have proper diversity in entertainment, especially video games, which actually would make the games in the culture better. Yeah, absolutely. Recently no, shown absolutely. with absolutely. origins to me. Recently shown with a lot of different. Hopefully, with this, you know, new movie that's coming out, things like that. This is. I think it's always. I don't know if it's a fear from taking stuff away. It's not about taking stuff away. It's about adding to it. You know. Um. And I, in all sincerity, man, I don't think it's the. right now in 2018 i don't think it's the worst in the world i think i actually am am hopeful for the first time in my life you know now it's taken my whole life to get to this point but i'm genuinely actually hopeful now that with all the bullshit that's been going on that we got a chance you know to actually have things kind of start to come over the hill with this shit you know now we still got many many years you know what i mean you don't go hundreds of years with shit going a certain kind of way and it just all of a sudden, yeah. you know, in a couple of decades, it would be all good. It don't work like that. But um, you know, uh, I think it's it's a it's actually better representation than, than we can give it credit for. We just don't focus on the good, you know, and we need
2: to focus on the good more so we can multiply it.
0: Yeah, but, uh, I
2: agree with yeah. you because it's like Mafia Three, like I was talking about earlier. That was that game sold buku amounts. Like how many top ten lists was that game on, and how many times? Like, they talked about that game nonstop, and that's the reason I ended up picking it up. I knew nothing about it. When I first started playing it, you know, that's the one thing I was really impressed with is, besides, like, the gameplay and the cinematics, is this game opens up and I go, oh, my, my character, I'm living in the 19th, late 50s. My character's black. This is going to be great. I can't wait to play this. And they do a good job focusing on that true representation. And I just
0: can't wait for the time where it doesn't matter. Where yes. it's just a good game. Yes.
2: Yep. 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 I agree with you on that too. I mean, it. it that's really... the whole
0: thing. That's the whole thing. Like, stop playing white Egyptians all the time. <laughs> yeah. And and that that'll fix a lot. You know what I mean? Y'all got a lot of great. It's a lot of great stories already throughout history. Yep. Everybody yep. that was great doesn't have to be white <laughs> or or any specific color. You know what I'm talking about? Like, that's what it boils down to, man. That's it to me.
2: I, I think that a lot of it too is that writers miss the mark when they don't remember the fact is, is that, and it's not writers. I won't even put it, some of it's writers. I won't put it all off on writers. Uh, it's a lot of producers who miss the mark in big studios because they say, they, they boil everything down to this small demographic and they say, we got to hit these numbers and these specs and these demographics. The thing that we've proven over and over again. And, it, and I'll tie it back to EA because EA did that announcement this year where they said basically the single player game is dead. But what they forget about is if it's a good story, Todd, and going back to your point, if it's a well done story, all that other shit that they worry about, what the character looks like, who the character is, if it's female, if it's male, if he's black, white, Asian, whatever, it's not going to matter. If the story is done a video well. video
0: game. That's the exactly. great thing about yep. that art. It's better than anything else because you you actually have control of the characters, like being able to make your own movie in a sense. Even if it's a linear game, if the game is done well, you get that feeling. And when you minimalize the diversity, you handicap yourself and you yep. put it in the lane where you take away options. And gamers love options. Absolutely. So
3: what it comes
0: down to brothers and sisters it's about playing in the same sandbox and enjoying all these wonderful options as opposed to sitting sticking on your side of the picket fence and we all on the same land you know what i mean and it's a global economy ladies and gentlemen we live in a global economy now so you know we got to put this thing together man you know what i mean and and make it work we're gonna keep pushing that shit
3: and Uh, you know on and on and i will say you know with with comics cuz you know that, that 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 was a big part of my life for a long time i mean i i didn't care what kind of story it was i you know moving out from you know the capes and tights you found so many stories that you didn't care if it was black white alien yep. rocks you didn't care it, as long as as long as it had that story that just sucked you in the characterization and that that goes for any platform any yep. movie I don't care what it is if it's got a you know a, a set of characters and a story that just draws you in, you forget all of that. You forget that you know there there's race in there or anything anything like it. It's literally just I want to see these people develop. I mean, the these mediums are the perfect mediums to explore these things. I mean, I learned so much. I mean, from Miss Marvel. Yep. From the new Miss Marvel with Kamala Khan. I mean that was a huge deal, A, because it was a teenage girl, and B because she was Muslim. Yep. And it, it didn't just you know, it didn't play up that fact. It wasn't like, oh my God, she's Muslim. Look at this. It was exactly. like here's a Muslim girl doing her daily thing. And I you know, honestly I can say I learned a little bit about, you know, just the Muslim American culture of just, you know, how they live their day-to-day life, how, you know, they, you know, the interactions between family members. And, you know, those were amazing. Um, Another movie was The Big Sick with Kumail Nanjiani, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. seeing uh, his, his family. And that being a true story, that was something I didn't know. That wasn't, you know, something that was on my watch list because it was, you know, it's Kumail Nanjiani and, you know, and he is non-white and, you know, it was a yep. he's funny as hell and this is a, you know, a, a biographical movie about how he and his wife met and it was, you know, they they put in the real life family aspects. I don't care what family it is. I just want to see that drama. I want to see that that love. I want to see, you know, the 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 real tears flow. I want to get the big laughs. Yep, and I mean it was to me it was commercially a complete success.
2: Well, it was nominated for best picture of the year, which it deserved. Absolutely, it's fantastic. And I think you hit on a key point, Mike. Um, that you know it should be more of a focus is that you know the 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 race of a character or the religion of a character or. Or the background of a character, that is only one part of that character. That's not the full character. People are more than just a race.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, and I think that's the issue. And until that's not an issue, then you're gonna have an issue with representation in all forms of entertainment in Western society in general. Period. Absolutely. Point blank.
3: Absolutely. And and, and yeah. a big point to that is, you know, the the stereotypical who does the who do we sell to? Who are we yeah. selling to? The The, the middle, Pandering. Pandering. Th- the middle age you know, 18 to 35 or 1840, whatever the demographic is, white male. Yep. And I, I you know, I applaud Marvel for trying to bring in diversity with, uh, you know, Kamala Khan, Miles Morales being Spider-Man. Yep. Uh, I can't remember her last name, but Riki, uh, the girl who took over for Iron Man for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, these are all fantastic representations. And unfortunately, you know, you get a lot of, Argue, you know arguments you know you see that like well how can you place a, a black character into you know batman's shoes
2: you know i've seen this these these people who get furious and irate about something so in my mind trivial in my mind it's going back to that because i think there's a point where we reach this group in particular has reached that where it's the the whole thing about as long as it's a good story mm-hmm. i'm gonna mess with it as long as it's 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 well done, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck with it. But it. the thing is, is that that's not everybody, and I get that. However, I think that producers get so scared of a vocal minority because when people start speaking louder, people start getting angry, people start getting you know like this Ubisoft thing where they're trying to sign a petition or whatever to try to get them to change the character. Those people are the loudest because they have so much insecurity. They're screaming because they don't have, in their mind, they've got all these insecurities about who they really are. And they think that somebody, some magical person is going to come around and take it all away from them someday, which is bullshit. But, <laughs> but studios pander to these people for some god-awful reason. And on the other side, I think pandering in any format is pretty dangerous. Because here's the thing, Black Panther's coming out. Black Panther is not pandered to anybody. No, Black Panther has represented itself as a Marvel movie. And it's part of the growing Marvel cinematic universe. And they've done a good job keeping that line towed. And that's great. Because you've got pandering that's also very dangerous on the other side, too. Which gets very stereotypical where people can use that as ammo. Like you had that movie Moonlight that won Best Picture. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh... Moonlight won Best Picture. That movie was a pandering movie. Just flat out, that movie was very pandering, and it wasn't pandering to the right audience. That's what what people don't understand, because I watched Moonlight. Was it okay? Yeah, it was okay. Here's the thing, though, and I've said this before, and I may have to cut this out later. Moonlight (laughs) was a movie that made white liberals feel better about themselves. It wasn't for the audience that everybody thought it was for. And I think that look,
0: man. Me and my partner, my partner went to go see that movie. You know what I mean? You know, I told you, bro. Like, I can't watch Twelve Years a Slave again. It's certain shit that I don't even just. I can't even deal with no more. I never saw Moonlight. Don't want to see it. I I like the actor that's in it. He did a great job as a villain in Luke Cage, which will tie back into the Marvel video games pretty soon. But um, yeah, that's a perfect example, man. That's a great example of a movie where actual. Real black men that I know at least was just like felt played yep. yet again. Like yep. they went to the movies to go see that shit and saw the commercials, and it was like came back and just told me like, "Damn, T, what the fuck was that?" <laughs> like it like, was go again. Like damn, bro. Like can I win? You know what I mean? A lot of times, it's probably I think his wife wanted to go, and it was a, a good mashup with it. But um, I don't know, man. Like it's just uh it's crazy, bro it's crazy it's just it takes this i'd like to be more energetic and i know it's a video game and we're supposed to joke and video game podcasts and we're supposed to joke and laugh but it's the type of shit that just can take the air out which is also the reason why i like to talk with you guys about this kind of shit you know because if you consistently have having to deal with it is different than being able to choose when you can and when you can't deal with yeah. it yeah so you know the little, it's like the minority that you say that are very vocal, it's just because they're very sensitive and, and their feelings get hurt really easily. And we got to pander to them. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. but, um, See, I
1: call
2: but bullshit that's on I that.
0: Like about, man, that's also what I like about comic books. Shout out to Stan Lee because he did the best he could. X Men, from what I understand, and uh, Magneto was based on, you know, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. We might have yep. rep- like talked about that before. He hid that and snuck that into society. Thirty fucking years ago, and it and just now it's starting to matriculate into society now. So hopefully, you know what I'm saying. It'll take another thirty years, man. But as far as um comic books and video games, what I'm really interested quickly hearing about, like what are some of y'all comic books and video games that that they actually did well? Cause you know most of the time, like movie video game adapta- adaptations are like horrible. God what, what's awful. some comic
2: Yeah, Uh, you know, for me, I'll start with a comic book character that I really fucking love and was my go to in Marvel versus Capcom. So I'm going back to video games, too. He was my go to for a long time in Marvel versus Capcom. That was War Machine, bro. I played as War Machine so many times, dude. And the fact like that was so okay. So first of all, you know, he represented as a, you know, major military success. High-up, high-ranking military, extremely intelligent, extremely bright. Him and Tony Stark are best friends in the world. And the the thing about War Machine is they never focus on, like we talked about, Todd, like earlier, they focus on his character and who he is as a person. Everything else, that's beside the point. That's absolutely, he's a successful man. He's extremely smart, and he's operating this machine that when I was growing up, I thought War Machine was more badass than Iron Man. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He had the shoulder yeah. rockets. That shit would come yeah, out in the game and it would fly and you could hone in on it. I thought his his suit looked better because it was just that badass still, I'm here to fuck you up. And I dug that so much. So for me, that's Real my shit. that's the first one I want to talk about is War Machine. Just cause He was still a sidekick. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Sorry. See, the, in right, the yeah. comics,
2: though, in the comics, Todd, War Machine got a lot of his own good, yeah. badass storylines. Yeah, lines. he
3: did.
0: Oh, I know, I know, man. You know, I fucks with the comics, man. I, I love me some War Machine. I'm just saying, like, in, 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 in what we're kind of we talking about,
2: in the movies, yeah. as far as
0: representation and shit like that, it's still a situation where he's still a sidekick. He's not a sidekick, he has his own story, but he didn't build a suit. No way around it He had his own intelligence He was a great army leader But that's still You know That's that's Tony's dude man But um, And I, I love War Machine War Machine was one of my favorite people to fight with Marvel Yes versus Absolutely too. But I'm just Just to Insert my Yeah
2: yeah, yeah 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 Absolutely.
0: You see what I'm saying? Like even like you know, i Spawn is my motherfucking dude, but they burn his yes. face off, and his face was covered up. Iron Man is covered up. Yep. You see what I'm saying? It, it, as far as black
2: superheroes,
0: like Green Lantern. You know what I'm saying? We got John Stewart. Uh, that John Stewart John, John Stewart. John Stewart I was awesome. I really want Iteris Elba. I really want them to make a movie with that, or James Bond. One of the other Idris needs yes. to do that, bro.
2: Hey, what 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 characters you guys got? Because I got a few more, but we can go back to those.
3: I mean, for me, it was a terrible representation in the movie, but Ra's al Ghul in the Batman film, I mean, they so downplayed his Middle Eastern roots. Mm-hmm. And it was... Yeah, they had Liam Neeson playing him. Yeah. And while it was, you know, Liam Neeson, he's a badass. He's a great actor. He is not Middle Eastern. No, he is <laughs> not. Not even close. No, he is not and i think that and that i think for him that steals a lot of who he is not just you know being a complex villain not just being you know on par with batman you know being his, being his equal just you know his his i won't say his shadow or his opposite but you know being on par with him but i think you know him just having that intellectual and I will kind of say, you know, global mindset, you know, was was fantastic. And yeah, you could do that with, you know, any white guy and you could make him, you know, think about the world and all that. But it's, that's just kind of eh. that's an, an character. But Raz al Ghul with, you know, all the ties back into the Middle Eastern and the Far East and. And all of that is just, you know, makes him such a a more nuanced character. He's not just, you know, another billionaire who's out to save the world. He's a billionaire evil genius. But he's got all this history from seeing, you know, how the world developed through time and watching what is going on and just, you know, being fed up with it. Yeah. You got Lex Luthor. You know, you can do that with Lex Luthor. But he's just kind of that's kind of a one trick pony. Yeah. You know, I, you could do that a hundred different ways, but watching him really do it, and it also kind of leans towards, you know, like Vandal Savage, yep. you know, another immortal, you know, basically Neanderthal, but he's a white guy. And so he, he, everybody's going to, you know, they're going to write him, you know, in a certain perspective, but I mean, just Ra's Ghoul was just, was awesome. And they, I think the one of the better representations of him was in Arrow. Yeah, he yeah. was he was still, you know, you know, he was still played by a white actor, but it was a much better characterization of him. And well, they had the time to do it, but And I think
2: Ra's al Ghul with the Middle Eastern uh descent and roots too when you get into the comic books. Ra's al Ghul, man, he just he's not played or portrayed as just a general generic Middle Eastern terrorist type. No, he no. is very intelligent and worldly and you know the plans he puts in place the dude is playing 4d fucking chess yeah like he is playing 4d chess he is way ahead of the game on batman in almost every turn he makes which can we can we talk about batman for that guy is like when you really break that down and you start thinking about batman he's a he's a lunatic yeah. Like he's a legitimate <laughs>
3: lunatic. He's Bro. a lunatic with yeah, mommy is. issues.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's the reason why he doesn't carry guns cuz he actually <laughs> would murder a lot of fucking people. He's like the anti-punisher. Yeah. That's the part they don't talk about. That's why he doesn't carry guns. Well, he used cause to. Cuz he's fucking insane
3: admittedly. He used to and carry guns him. back when they first introduced him. Yeah, he used to shoot
2: every character, every mobster, came, every mobster he came across. And Todd's right, he'd just shoot everybody. Todd, who do you got, man? Who do you who are you thinking about? Because I well, got a no, couple man. more.
0: Yeah, just as far as comic books and games, man, I'm re- I'm gonna reference to some of the same other- I'm referencing some of the same people. Now he is white and there it is- let me preface this. I don't have a problem with white people yeah. being in games. Some of my favorite characters are It's just about proper representation across the board, folks. Let's not shorten our absolutely. Our, our, our options. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. But with that said, now I don't know if this guy I guess he's white. I mean he could count as white. He's Canadian. Um <laughs> Wolverine, man. Um, the whitest of white
3: canadians
0: remember x-men origins the game so that that like that that, game was great whammy it was great right for a movie game like it it was better than the movie shit yeah normally thank you thank you normally those are shit so like that's a that's a good example of one of my favorite comic book characters adaptations into a game um and i've i've decided fuck it man i can't take it anymore i'm going back and I'm going buy Marvel Ultimate Alliance Two again. I'm going to do it tonight. I got to get another controller because I I broke my white controller. Um, so I'll probably go do that as soon as we finish with this. Me and the girl
2: are set up. Yeah, I've got I've got a I'm probably I've got that itch to go out and hunt more monsters. Uh, I, I wish tax money, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple more for me. Uh, Lucio from Overwatch. Uh, Brazilian DJ. Um, uh, he's one of the healing mains, and he's just—it's—it's it's one of the better characters in the game. Uh, fascinating. Uh, I want to say we were talking about black exploitation, so if I did not—if I did not include this, I would be amiss or remiss to not include this Afro Samurai. Just Fuck yeah, Afro Samurai, one of the best characters of all time, and you know, straight out of black exploitation, Kung Fu roots. And just absolutely stunning. We talked about that. Was he though?
0: Because like, you know, Afro, that's one of my heroes, man. Afro, I I got a fucking 16, well, 15 by 30 painting idea of Afro I'm looking at right now. Afro is actually dope to me. Oh, Afro Afro is is extremely dope. Amazing character. Like the quintessential example of not just doing something right. And it took anime people to do that.
2: Yeah, it did. Well, the reason Samuel
0: L. Jackson that I dig like fuck Max Windu sometimes he's cool and all, but Afro Samurai was dope on so many levels, bro, for real. No, I agree with
2: you completely. I'm just saying that though Afro Samurai was inspired, you know, by a group of studio and producers who had watched a lot of kung fu and black exploitation films, and they did something completely serious with it, which was amazing. And on the
0: cool man, black exploitation is actually exactly like, like the title. It's exploit It's it's exploitative. It, it, they exploited black culture. So actually, that's, that was a pretty fucking horrible time in, in black culture too. Thank God some black people were kind of a part of it, yes. like you pointed out, yeah. to kind of salvage some of it. But that shit was horrible too. Like really, it, we're honestly, bro. Like I see a glimpse of hope, but we're so far away of like an absolute true representation of black culture because black people a lot of times struggle with with dealing with with identity you know what I'm saying that's how deep the sickness kind of runs so you know I I really do think though in gaming this movie hopefully with the Black Panther movie it'll make a great game like X-Men Origins did for for Wolverine but even on a bigger level you know what I mean because it's an opportunity to really try to make something that's actually genuine and, and true, and not, you know, you know, just, just showing the worst of the worst, because that's what Black Exploitation did, too, with Dobermite, and, you know, one of my yeah. favorite movies, The Back, and even Pam Grier, that's, that's you know, just the sexualization of black women, like, it, it, as great as that was, it's still so far from the true reality of where black people actually really want to be, and how they want to be represented. Yeah. The reason why Black Panther, and it's a theme other than it's coming up next week, is so important, is because even still, man, like, you see it... I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, so I'm going I'm to have to wait till I actually see it. But just the fact that people got pissed off that it was an all-black cast in like an actual real movie that was based in an African made-up culture. Country. It, Never been done.
2: I mean, people got pissed off when Star Wars Episode 7 was coming out because... I mean, that one dude killed himself because one of the main characters was black. Like, one white supremacist dude actually killed himself, which... Good. Yes. Good. No problem with that. Good. I got no issues with that whatsoever. Like, Jesus, man. Uh, Any final thoughts from you guys on this?
3: I mean, I think there's a great representation now, or at least it's starting to build with Black Panther, Storm, Luke Cage. I think we have a great, you know, at least for comics, you know, we've got a great start to it. And I think it just needs to be. You know, like I was reading this article and it, they, they had a, you know, great quote about it, you know, talking about how video games and comics just aren't seen as like a real job, yeah. you know. And, and I think once you see that it, it is a real job and yet, you know, it, it, it's a passion project, you know, you don't just go and make the Stanley money or, you know, the, the DCEU money. You you really have to you know sink your teeth into it and go you know and just and just fight like hell for it, but I think if you can take these characters and put them in heartfelt situations and really you know and, and make them leaders, not just because you need you know the, the the black person to lead, like some of the best Avengers comics were when Luke Cage led them. Not because Luke Cage was a black guy, but just because Luke Cage was a badass character. Yeah. I don't care if he's black, white, or you know, a purple alien. He was a badass character, and inspired by
0: black exploitation with that weird ass outfit. Yeah, the, 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 the chains, yeah. yeah. the, the chain belt, and the weird yeah. tiara on his head, yeah. the yellow yeah. shirt. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, with the bell
3: bottom pants. Yep, killing yep.
0: the game. Yeah, Luke Cage, <laughs> but I,
3: but I mean, I, I I never saw that as like, oh, you've got these, you know, you've got all these white characters being led by this black guy. It's you've got all these badass superheroes being led by this other badass superhero, who yeah, maybe a street level superhero, but you you see it on the, you know, you 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 see his his leadership skills. You see how you know how he commands respect because he gets right into the shit and deals with it head on. He, you know, he doesn't just delegate to, 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 to other people. He, he gets right into it. And I think if we can move more towards that, of you know, putting these people into these situations and really letting it flesh out rather than, Hey, didn't do so good in the first two issues. We're just going to fuck it. Or, you know, hey, they kind of... You know what, though, man? You video game you hit, okay. on the,
0: you hit the nail on the head, Mike. Like, that's the point. That's the power of gaming and, and comic books and how they can kind of coincide and mesh together. Because you don't look at it as a race. You look at the character. Yep. You look at yeah. protagonists, antagonists, strengths, weakness, qualities, backstory. That's what you're looking at. And the more... Proper representation you have of that, then it can open up your mind to a scope in reality in real life. Like, okay, that's just another man with a yep. story, with so on and so forth. So, like, that's the greatness of it all. That's the greatness of you, Mike. That's the greatness of you, William. <laughs>
3: I love William. <it. laughs> Put my first name out there, man. <laughs> and 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 you just can't be afraid to you know to consult consult everybody because there are so many cool stories out there that I will never know. Unless I talk to people, unless the developers talk to people, unless the writers talk to people, bring in an artist, bring in a different producer, bring in a different, you know, well, anybody. And you'll, you'll, you'll see things open up and flourish yeah. so well.
2: And I think part of the issue too, is the education system we have in America is not being, okay, so winners write the history, Right quote-unquote, winners, quote-unquote, if you will. I mean, the stuff being taught in schools is necessarily not, not necessarily the full truth. No. It's, you know, those history books are so slim on the reality of things and the reality of the things things were. I mean, people talk about, you know, he was extremely important. Abraham Lincoln, right? Abolish slavery. Here's the thing that people don't talk about with Abraham Lincoln. That was a war tactic. Like, just flat yeah. out, that was a war tactic. We talked about this, Todd, with uh, Huey P. Long from Louisiana. Huey P. Long, extremely important political figure in Louisiana history, you know, had a lot of social programs programs that benefited uh, black culture um, at the time, but the thing that people want to talk about because they want to raise certain people up as heroes was also at the same time is just, you know, just because of what they did did not make them a racist figure either because... While they were may have not truly been as racist, there was still a little bit of racism. Like we don't get the full okay. history and All the right, full context. right, let,
0: let's interject because we talked about that. Huey P. Long namesake, Huey P. Newton. Yep. Proper video game representation of what would be a great game instead of Mafia Three. Do a real Black Panther game starring yep. Huey P. Newton and Roger and Carmichael. Right, and and actually show what really happened like that would be something cool that That would be be awesome that's never been done because people feel like it wouldn't sell but you could do mafia three based on italian culture that's all it is but i think we are leading to that point where you're handicapping yourself but if you tell that story properly then that goes contradictory or it contradicts the history that you've been taught as far as what the black panthers are because they are still portrayed as something that they were not and were never intended to be yep you see, so there in lies the issue of overall society in general, where we talked about in the top uh, seven hip hop albums where 444 was so important. The story of OJ, the video was so great because no matter what all that progressive shit and the little hope that I see, the major issue is how we are still portrayed and looked at by the grander scope of society. You see, so that's the issue right there. When you look at it like that, we got a long way to go. But that's the reason why, on both sides, because there's people white and people black that are feeling some type of way about the Black Panther shit. And some people probably have been listening to the show and it's like, damn, if I have to hear about Black Panther one more time, I'm going to stop listening. <laughs> Sorry, I probably don't want you to listen anyway yep. because it's that dope and it's that deep. You dig? That's like, the that's line. An angle that we get into it. There it is. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, that's my little sidebar rant. And once again, Brian, man, and I salute you. You're a brave soul. <laughs> that, and you, you, what's the line from uh The Departed, man? What you you won in a hundred million, bro?
2: Yeah, we try to be. We try to be. We we. I'd like to be a little bit louder, but when you're being reasonable, it's it's harder to be louder than the vocal minority because oh, they yeah, don't want to the listen. To reason. Just
0: on the phone with we some crazy people.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yes, we are. We some crazy people, dude. These some crazy man. Uh, that's okay though, because that's where we roll. Uh, but I mean, you know, final thoughts. Like, like you guys summed it up. Nothing more I can add. We're not gonna solve the world's problems. I, I mean, the one thing that I would want people to take away from this conversation is it's way more complicated. It's not as simple as people think it is. It's extremely complicated. Representation is extremely complicated, but it needs to happen. And it needs to happen going forward. And I think we're taking steps, but we're still a long way. I mean, going back to Moonlight, you know, that was a pandering movie. And when people sit there and go this year, when the Oscar nominees come out and people get upset and Oscars so white and, you know, all of those things that come out, it's, you know, people are going to, you're going to hear people say, Oh, well you got Moonlight last year and you're going to have people say that. And, they're gonna use that as an excuse, and that's the crowd it's pandering to—is the people that it can use that as an excuse. We need true characters, true representation. And Todd, I want to say, yeah, we need a Black Panther game. So uh, let's write some, let's write some letters. Let's make some calls. Let's yeah, use, our, l- use our use our followers to get that thing out there because I want one of those.
3: Hell yeah.
0: Like a good one. A good one. Do a good one, man. Like get Rockstar to do it. Of- yeah. Rockstar. We Ubisoft. Trust you, Rockstar. Ubisoft. We trust you, Ubi. You Somebody.
2: Know? You know what? Yeah, yeah. CD Projekt Red. Get CD Projekt Red from C- The Witcher yeah. 3 to do it. Oh, hell yeah. Could you imagine the side quest in a Black Panther game Um, if done <laughs> by CD Projekt Red? You know how good that would man. be?
0: I just wanna be able to fight Captain America like in a comic book. Yeah, that's that, sick. That, that would be a great fight. That'd be yeah. fantastic.
2: Okay. All right. All right. All right, last segment before we close up shop. We've got uh, WoW presents the best best games you miss. Starting this year this this episode, it's 2004's top three action games. Number three, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Like I said, oh. I don't hate Rockstar, GTA San Andreas was dope. There was a lot of stereotype in that game, though. Uh, They get a pass, man. That game gets a pass. That game's so good. (laughs) I could fly a plane. You know how many times? That game gets a pass.
0: That game was cool in the hood, bro. That was a good one. That one, that's a good one. That taught lessons, too.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. And on top of that, too, it had one of the best soundtracks of any GTA game ever. Just flat out. Just flat out. Uh, Number two, Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. One of the best games of 2004. One of the most difficult games. One of my Holy favorite games shit. of all time.
0: You know I love me some Ninja Gaiden, bro. Mm. Real shit. Mike, Mike, do you fuck with the Gaiden?
3: Dude, I have seen video upon video of the extreme modes of Ninja Gaiden and it's it's one of those games where I'm just like, nope, I'll leave this to the professionals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not gonna fuck with something where I can't chop dicks off. You know, and and I know I couldn't do that. I'm going to get mine chopped off, and no, I'm not going to play with that. Fair enough. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And (laughs) number one
2: for 2004 action games is Half-Life 2. I had to put Half-Life 2 in there. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Where's number three? Number three was G- GTA San Andreas. No, it was Half-Life Three. Oh, I don't know. That's never coming. I heard it's, it's n- I heard it's this year. <laughs> it's never coming. I heard it's this year. I got a direct line. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> God, man. All right. That's been this week's episode of Skip the Tutorial. Uh we want to thank you for listening again. You can like us at Facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at sdt underscore pod. You can email us at skipthetutorialpodcast at gmail.com. And remember to leave your reviews every week for a chance at a $35 Amazon gift card. This week's winner with one of the first reviews we got was Kaharan 6 Talking about DK, DKB was the title of his review. Going all the way back to the episode one, Dragon Kiss Bukkake. Uh, <laughs> 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 and as we sign off like we always do, uh, you know the sign off, right, Mike? Nope. Let's let's hear it. It's stay humble. So you want to say Staying it with us? Stay humble, bro. Three Staying humble, bro. Three, two, one. We ain't got stay, stay humble. That, <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Good night, guys. <laughs>